Horizon Performance is recorded at the Unio Student Radio. This podcast features adult themes and adult language. Welcome to episode zero of Dicey Performance Starts Without Numbers. I am the eternal Dicey Performance Game Master, Jakob Sevstian, and with me I have a star-spangling brand new cast of... Laura Mutlich, Alex Rader, Erik Flint, Emil Castillo, and we have all gathered here in the recording booth to start off our adventures the right way. Now, the plan for this episode is that we're going to be making the characters that are later going to be appearing in the actual podcast. So if you're here listening, hi, welcome. Maybe this is the first episode you're listening to, or maybe you came back after you listened to all our other episodes and thought, I wonder how all this insanity started. So here we are. Here we are. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> and we're glad to have you. Um, so Stars Without Numbers, to give a quick little introduction, is a science fiction role-playing game. And what that means is that we are all going to be making people in our own sci-fi universe. And as such, there are a few things that you as players need to know before we start talking about the world at large. So fortunately, in the Stars Without Numbers rulebook, uh, they've written a little chapter called What Players Need to Know. So I'm just going to read that for you. Please do tell. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Your character is an adventurer in the year 3200, a dweller among the scattered worlds of a great human dysphoria. For whatever reason, he or she or they have decided to leave their own life behind and take up a star-finding existence, daring perils and seeking new frontiers in search of glory, riches, or their own personal ambitions. Many worlds have recovered from a desperation of the century-long silence and can once again manufacture spacecrafts and other advanced technology. Other worlds are lost worlds, still cut off from interstellar trade and forced to make do with the resources of their own planet. Lost worlders are often considered barbaric by technologically advanced worlds. Tramp freighters, small merchant ships, and scout crafts serve the world, even the most backwards ones. If your character comes from a primitive or isolated culture, it's probable that he or she hitched a ride aboard such a ship to travel to a more cosmopolitan life. It may or may not have been a voluntary choice. <laughs> In actual play, your character should be motivated to act, and to act as part of a group. The game does not deal very well with hostile loners, apathic brooders, or other characters that have to be coaxed into engaging with the world and cooperating with the rest of the group. The world of Stars Without Numbers is dangerous, and characters who cringe from peril or insist on facing it alone will find only boredom or an early grave. And that is what you need to know before we start making characters. You guys have all had some time 
in beforehand to think about what kind of character you'd like to play. But before we get into that, I would like to talk about science fiction in general and kind of like what sci-fi means to me and what sci-fi means to all of you uh, in hope that we can all together create a narrative and a story that we all find enjoyable. So when I think of sci-fi, I think of the first movie that uh, my dad ever showed me growing up, um, which was Star Wars, which I got to see at the age of four. (laughs) My my mom was very insistent that Lord of the Rings was too violent, and I didn't get to see that until I was 13. But Star Wars uh, was something else. From then, I've... um, taken part in everything from Stargate with my brother coming home early from school. Oh, Stargate. Watching. Yeah. I loved it. SG-1 and Atlantis. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. What was it? Andromeda? That uh, kind of... Oh. The, the one Sada. where they're just on a spaceship the whole time? I we don't remember. talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. mm. that's, that's that other not Stargate thing. I, what, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and then... Uh, a regrettable little amount of Star Trek for me, um, but also a lot of the more like modern sci-fis of like Guardians of the Galaxy and, well, the newer Star Wars movies. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at in in sci-fi world. I don't know. What about you? You can start. I enjoyed the Stargate series very much as a child and especially the Atlantis one where they moved to a completely different galaxy and had to keep on living there. So when you think of sci-fi, is it a lot of Stargate that comes to mind or? Uh, Yes, I think so. A lot of traveling around different worlds and a big large unknown where you have to deal with something you have never seen before and have to adapt quickly new skills and situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about you, Alex? Yeah, um, I actually have not seen any Stargate, so just <laughs> That's putting cool. it out there. That's cool. Um, that means yeah. I can rip plot lines from it entirely. <laughs> You'll never know. Oh, you can't. Uh, because. <laughs> yeah, no, but... Uh, Star Wars, Star Trek. Um, Star Trek is mostly next gen uh, because that was like the one that my parents were watching at the time. I was actually old enough to start watching with them. And so that was like my introduction into Star Trek. So that has like a special place in my heart. Um, But I mean, just like all kinds of Star Trek of like... I don't know, just like the discovering new worlds and people groups and like the kinds of like culture clashes, but also just like weird, cool plants and aliens and animals and things like that, that are just like, yeah, Yeah. totally different than what we have here. And then just like the kind of freedom, I guess, that comes with being able to travel out into the black uh, Firefly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Firefly is big uh, for me as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I love the space cowboy. Yeah. Uh, Shout yeah. out to Cowboy Bebop as well on that <laughs> front. Mm, uh, I can list 
too many sci-fi things on. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? Then, Have you guys heard of a video game series called Borderlands? Because let me yes. tell you. Never have. <laughs> yeah. Good shit. Oh, I think my story of sci-fi is quite close to what you're having. I started out with Star Wars, and it's been the most influential in my sci-fi career. But as I grow older, I, I started diversifying. I've seen some Star Trek. Next Gen was also my, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. big thing. It was after school and Stargate, as you've been talking about. But I've also played a lot of games. Um, yeah, generally, I've taken most kinds of sci-fi into my cultural library of <laughs> weird technologies and strange races. But I think what I'm finding most uh, close to my heart is the one that has a very it's very true to the to the world that they're creating. If it's real physics or if it's strange space physics, I don't care. As long as they they play with that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. keep it strict, I think that's what makes me my heart pounding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what about you, Emil? Um, yeah, I, I of course I grew up with uh, Star Wars as the most like starter pack, how to say. But uh, video games in general, like Starcraft, watching movies like Alien, uh, just exploring the different like vast realities of space, so to say. Uh, I really enjoy a series called uh, Space Dandy, and which is also connected to Cowboy Bebop. Mm. Uh, um, which is uh, kind of in the same universe, but a bit more goofy and silly. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And so, yeah, that's pretty much my reality of space, so to say. Large, vast, and lots of bandits. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are a avid role-playing game podcast listener, if you want to know where I got some of my, like, role-playing game sci-fi inspo from its campaigns such as Swan Song, Nebula Jazz, or Far Verona, um, which you can all look up. They're all available somewhere, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) They're all really good. All right. Uh, Well, it seems like we have... Um, quite a bit of uh, sci-fi fan group here, which is good, because we're going to be engaging in, well, this this brand of, of sci-fi here. Now, one thing that is, like, special about Stars Without Numbers is, and it, it pulls a bit from the whole, like, Star Wars side of it, is that an undisputable fact of the universe is that there are these people known as psychics, um, now, a psychic is not one thing. Like, psychics can be a bunch of different things, but they're all people who can somehow through totally not magic, I promise, um, <laughs> affect the world around them. Like, there's psychics who heal. There's psychics who read minds. Um, there's psychics who blow minds up, you yeah. know? <laughs> there's all the... All the good stuff. Those are some pretty mind-blowing facts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like puns. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as a part of this, uh, psychics are relatively rare in this universe, but they're not the rarest. Like people meet psychics in their lifetime. Like uh, companies employ them. All really big ships have at least one psychic on board. Like it's maybe like one out of ten thousand are born with psychic powers. It's the it's the like general 
predisposition. And psychics are viewed as special. Like, nobody in the universe is indifferent towards the existence of psychics. How that difference manifests is up to you. Uh, unless you are playing the psychic, in which you will just get to experience everyone else <laughs> reacting to you. Oh. That's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, that leads nicely into the fact that you have all picked from the four available classes um, in this game. So why don't we go around and you can tell me which class you've picked and, like, kind of why. Like, what, what about that class do you think is cool? I have picked a psychic class and I wanted to try something new, but it's not in my reality and it's something I have not experienced before. Yeah. And what we already kind of described what the psychic is all about. So uh, I think we're going to move on to, um, to Alex. Yeah. So I'm going to be playing an expert, uh, partially because, uh, I started making this character when I auditioned uh, for this round of uh, Dicey and kind of fell in love with them. And so they fit very nicely into Expert um, because they're smart and they're a xenobiologist. Bonnetist, sorry. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and Eric? I think Emil should start. I think Emil should yeah. start, yeah. How come? Uh, because I'm he's a playing a complicated both. Oh, class. yeah, right. Um, yeah. I will be playing the most boring class, so to say. I, I don't think that. Um, or it's the most common one when it comes to role-playing games. I will be playing the warrior class because I really enjoy tanking in uh, other multiplayer games. Yeah. Now, a quick reminder to all of you, but Emil especially, we're not playing Dungeons & Dragons. I am as, very aware. As such, combat in this game is insanely lethal. Like, you want to do combat by surprises or ambushes, mm -hmm. not like open field fighting. It will get you killed. It's just something to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. Being the warrior means that you... You can definitely win in a 1v1, but in a 3v1, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like in real life. Yeah. Yes. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's deadly. Um, why I let Emil talk first is I'm going to be an adventurer. Oh, I'm off on an adventure. Um, but I'm going to be a partial warrior and a partial expert because that's where my class fit. Yeah, and I'm, so, yeah. So can you explain a little bit what's the deal with the adventurer class? Oh, it's, it's the class that doesn't really fit into one of the other three classes. And I'm going a bit, as I'm a bit Star Wars inspired, I'm going a bit Han. I'm going a bit of a smuggler, <laughs> but not as douchey, hopefully. <laughs> uh, not as self-centered. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, don't knock my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Han is a precious, precious boy. At least you won't have to be going solo for this mission. <laughs> <laughs> Did we mention that they like puns? Is that <laughs> very funny? Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right, cool. Well, with you all having picked out your class, we're going to do the first bit of character creation. We are going to set your attributes. Now, if you have played uh, 
the very popular role-playing game Dungeons & Dragons, you might recognize this already, but there's six attributes in this game. They are strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Strength is your physical prowess, your melee combat, your carrying a bunch of stuff. Dexterity is your speed, your dodging, all that stuff. Constitution is how, how much of a hit you can take essentially. Intelligence is book smarts, and wisdom is street smarts, is I guess the best way to put it. And charisma is just how charming or intimidating you are. Now, there are two ways to determine um, your attributes. You can either roll dice for them, or you can pick from a pre-established array. So, um, is there anyone here who knows that they're going to pick from the array. I'm going to roll. I don't you know do. what that is. Okay, let's let's explain this. So, you can either roll three six-sided dice for each of your stats, and mm-hmm. that is the number that you get for that stat, yep. or you can pick from a pre-established array and get these following numbers to yep. assign uh, 14, 12, 11, 10, 9, and 7. However, if you choose to roll, you will get to, after you've rolled, change one of your stats to a 14. The only way to get more than one stat at a 14 or higher, which is what you need to be like better than average at it, is to roll. Mm-hmm. So is anyone picking, or is everyone going to roll? I'm going to roll. We're going to roll. Yeah, I'm rolling with it. Damn it, you were before. (laughs) 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 Okay, well, let's do this one person at a time. So you don't get to pick in which order you roll for the stats. You roll them in the order of the character sheet. So, uh, Laura, let's start with you. What is your strength? It's a 12. You have a 12 in strength. You're pretty strong. Uh, Alex, what's your strength? That would be a 11. All right. Also also pretty strong. Should probably write that down. Yes. <laughs> yes. Eric? Yes. Oh, oh I'm rolling at 18. Oh, my God. I am strong as We F. have the strongest possible boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm swole. You are so ripped. Oh, God. Like, it's crazy how ripped you are. <laughs> and Emil, let's roll your strength. That's a 12. All right. That's decent. That's decent. It's above average. The average result on three dice is ten and a half. So... <laughs> You usually say 11. Shh. <laughs> okay, that's everyone's strength. Let's do your dexterity, Laura. Oh. It's a 14. Oh, you have a bonus in your dexterity. That's hey. nice. That's good. 11. 11. All Again. Right. <laughs> yes. Eric? The average one. Let's see here. Uh, I'm not rolling as great here. I'm rolling a nine. Nine. That's still in the average span. So 14 or higher means you're especially good at it. And seven and lower means you're especially bad. 18 means you're exceptional. And Yeah, boy. <laughs> and three means you're the worst. <laughs> Let's do your dexterity, Emil. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's a 10. Oh, right. <laughs> All right, let's do constitution. How sturdy are you? All right. 
Oh, that's another bonus, I think. Yes. That's another 14. 14. That's Sweet. Someone is getting bonuses. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> that's a seven. <laughs> we have... Alrighty. We have a seven. Fun. Okay. I'm going up for con. Constitution. And I'm rolling good. I am rolling. Oh my God! You are sixteen. You are the you are the fightiest (laughs) boy. I am a brawny man. (laughs) You can both deal and take a hit. Oh God, I can. (laughs) And that is a thirteen. Now. 13s are pretty good because at a later stage in character creation, you might get to up one of your attributes by a plus one. So, you know, Hmm. making it a 14. Let's do your intelligence, Laura. It's an eight. It's not stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's do Alex. Yeah, that's a whole 12. That's a whole 12. Yeah. You're pretty, pretty smart. Yeah. yeah pretty, decently pretty smart. smart. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see. Mr. Mister Very Muscly Guy, is he the, the type that has low intelligence? Oh. Yes. <laughs> he has a five. I am rolling the the very like uh, stereotypical strong you can, and you dumb. You can take your intelligence and put it at 14 if you I want. know. Afterwards. But we'll see what I need. Yeah. And you have a 10 in intelligence, Emil. Mr. Average. <laughs> Let's do wisdom. That's, That's a, a 10. 10. That's a 10. That's a good roll. That's a 9. That is very average. Yeah, I'm like super average here. I need to average. Okay, my wisdom. I'm rolling good. I'm, oh, oh my, my God! Eric. I'm rolling sixteen. I am. I am. Eric. I am the man of very high and very lows. Eric, stop! <laughs> I think I'm going to be a street thug. <laughs> you are going to break this campaign. <laughs> I'm so strong. I will break the campaign. And that is a thirteen. Another thirteen. Oh. That's good. And now, finally, charisma. Oh my goodness oh, gracious. 16. 16 in charisma. Hey. Someone is very For the psychic lady. <laughs> um, that is t- math. 10. 10. Yeah, math. Not my strong suit. Congratulations, Alex. You're average. <laughs> so average. Oh, let's see if I, I, if I continue to be super non-average. That's uh, charisma. one above average. And one above stupid. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unsmooth, eight in charisma. I guess. I'm not sure I can be the hand soul I want to be. You can put your charisma at 14. Yeah, but I have to choose. <laughs> and that's a charisma of 13. Before we move on, everybody pick a stat and set it to 14. Um, generally, it's best for the experts to be um, either charismatic or intelligent. Mm-hmm. It's best for the psychics to be wise or constitution- constitutional. <laughs> yes. I pledge allegiance. Yes. <laughs> and it's best for the warriors to be either strong or dexterous and also have a high constitution. If I would like to fly a ship, what I need? It depends. Do you mean dog fighting or... Um, interstellar like, travel. Interstellar, oh, interstellar travel is intelligence. Dog fighting is dexterity. Well, then I'm going to be more intelligent. All right. Yeah, I'm like 
already at 12 on my intelligence, which is already my highest. And so I'm like, is that the one I want to bump or? Yeah. Well, which other stat are you considering I mean, bumping? My charisma is at 10. Yeah. Uh, but my wisdom is at nine and my con is at seven. Right. You will have very few hit points. Right. Generally speaking. Right. So might be good to bump that. Maybe. I mean, it depends, right? Because Mm -hmm. are you a fighty person? Like, you can lean into that uh, as a part of your character. Like, you have have Brawny McBrawn face over (laughs) here. Apparently I'm Brawny McBrawn face. He's he's like anime level ripped. It's (laughs) (laughs) Oni! Oh my gosh, Shindeiru. (laughs) So, you know, you can be good at other stuff. Like, it's... No, I mean, they're more like they can hit you if they need to get away, but they're not going to, like, engage in a fight. Yeah. Yeah, Preferably. yeah. That might put it on wisdom then. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. Laura, where did you put yours? I'm thinking of putting it to intelligence because my wisdom is at 10. And I think it's good if I read into people's mind that I can act on it and you need some sort of intelligence mm-hmm. to react yeah, to yeah yeah did you was your constitution already it's 14 yeah okay oh, yeah yeah, yeah. cuz you want to have one of your pri- usually as a psychic yeah um Emil where where did you put yours yeah i'm uh, i just go strength you're just going to go strength yeah yeah and Eric, where are you putting your 14? I have already chosen intelligence. (laughs) Okay, so because Eric is ridiculous, can you just read your stat block for us? Yes. Strength, 18. Dexterity, 9. Constitution, 16. Intelligence, 14. Wisdom, 16. And then a stable 8 in charisma. Nice. Can we we get everyone else's stat block as well? Okay, I have... Strength 12, Dex 14, Constitution 14, Intelligent 14, Wisdom 10, and Charisma 16. Alex? Uh, Yeah, so my strength is at 11, Dex is at 11, Constitution is at 7, Intelligence 12, Wisdom 14, Charisma 10. You know what? You make up for it by being a good person. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop. It's chill. It's chill. (laughs) And Emil? Uh, yeah, I'm close to strong and smart as I can get, but at the finish line, so to say. Uh, 14 strength, 10 dexterity, 13 in constitution, 10 in intellect, 13 in wisdom, and 13 in charisma. All right. Yeah. Hmm. So these are all very stable stat blocks. Um, I think you all uh, got an above average adventurer out of that, which is pretty cool. We could call ourselves average plus. <laughs> The rung above, but just barely. Just barely. <laughs> I'm the 1%. Hey. Okay, um, now we need a background for your character. There are 20 available backgrounds. Um, you can roll for your background if you want, or you can pick one of the available ones. Is anyone going to roll for their background? No. Nah, I already know. Okay. Same. It's going to be a no. Do everybody have their background? Oh, I'm debating now because I thought one thing, but when I see my stats, I'm feeling like, mm, uh, I'll think about it a bit. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, wanna be. we'll, we'll talk with start. the others about what they've chosen. Alex, you want to go? Yeah, so uh, I pick Scholar. Okay. Yeah, 
They're an academic, like I said, xenobotanist, pretty okay. researchy. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, Laura, what have you picked? I picked clergy because where I was trained as a psychic was the academy was run by the religious the church. Church, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, now I'm curious. What I'm going to do this with everyone as you've picked your backgrounds, but like, what what church? Like, what's that about? Well, it's a pretty common and well-known church in my home planet, home world. And it's the most popular one, which is family-friendly and wants everybody to live a moral life and improve their lives, but also adhere to a higher authority. Okay. Okay. Um, you said it's the most popular one in your home world. Mm-hmm. How is it viewed outside of your home world? It is known in other worlds. Yeah. It's not spread over the whole known universe, okay. but it is well known. And uh, Are we talking monotheistic, duotheistic, pantheon? It's a pantheon okay. religion. Okay, so there's a, there's a plethora of gods to pick from. Everything for everyone a little bit. Okay. Is any other character religious? Alex Mine's basically is space Jewish. Cool. Cool. Yeah. How is space Judaism uh, viewed by your church, Laura? I would say it's a kind of a splinter group that's not really acknowledged, but it's uh, <laughs> accepted that it's there. Yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. try to eradicate there's you. Not an, oh, there's no. not an oh, active I, genocide going, but there right. is a... Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, and how do the space Jews view this uh, pantheonic unnamed religion? Yeah, uh, well, it's, you know, the whole multiple gods thing isn't really our thing. But, uh, I mean, it's out there. It's not for us. Um, like, it's great that they have it, but we're not interested. Okay. And it doesn't bother us that they have it. All right. All right. Is there, like, a specific homeworld for space Judaism, or um, is it, like, spread around more? I imagine there was one at some point. That was, like, at least a millennia ago, though, probably. Yeah. Uh, and so now it's, like, I mean, there are some worlds that have, like, a higher concentration, and then there's some that have a lower art. was, like, probably medium-ish. Like. Yeah, but does it have a name? What, Space Judaism or the Pantheon one? I uh, generally yes. like pa- Space Judaism. <laughs> I'm working on it. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll call it Space it. Judaism for now. Yeah. Um, Next session. Next yeah. session I'll have you something. Cool. Cool. Um, what about uh, you, Eric? I have you chosen. Just... I'm going to be the pilot. I'm going what I thought right. I was going toward. Right, right, right. Uh, I was still on the religion track in my brain. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, then I'm, re- I'm religious in pilotism. No, <laughs> uh, I think I've grown up with strict religious standards but I think and I have rejected any of, the, any of the religions we've been it might be the pantheon I think it would be a, that seems to be like the most prevalent yeah, one yeah I think so but I think more like a splinter group that it's a bit like psychics mm. Mm, a little, little yeah I don't know why iffy on the on the brain wizards maybe space mormons I don't know <laughs> 
No, they will not be like space moments. I just wanted. No, I'm just, I'm just asking because like this is a way for your characters to relate to one another. Like definitely. I don't know. What about Emil this year? My character follows the guns and the swords. Ah, you are more practical believer. Yes, a believer of strength and dexterity and. Prosperity and constitution. <laughs> Better constitution. Cool. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, you said you picked the scholar background. Yes. You're you're an academic. Yes. I mean, how field researcher? But you're yeah. a field researcher. Uh, where are you studying? Uh, a little bit all over. Uh, I get grants from the university. Uh, to go and uh, study other. Planets. Okay, uh, so you and document there. You are botany. actively like out in the field. Yeah. 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 Cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Is this like the university? Like, there's a planet spanning one, or is it? Uh, no. I mean, this is just. Um, I mean, it's a pretty prestigious university, but it's not like, especially. We're definitely going to meet these guys at some yes. point in the adventure. Yeah. Uh, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Eric, you pick the pilot background. Yeah. Um, I, as I'm going for the smuggler, I think he's been flying a lot on planes. Yep. And I think he's been on such a small crew. Yep. So actually, everyone had to do everything. And I think the pilot works best there. Yep. There is a background that's called spacer. But that seems to be That's more bigger. The people ship. who have like were born in space and yeah. grew up on a spaceship and and all that. So stuff. I think that worked best for what I was envisioning. Cool, 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 cool. And Emin, a little bit bit up to follow up uh, with pilots in space. Uh, I have chosen a barbarian, oh. which most of the time um, they are not really that much into space before they get colonized coloni- what the yeah. f- how? Colonized. Col- colonized by um, certain religious group because um, <laughs> they have Was raw this materials the multi-pantheon religious people it might be it definitely is <laughs> <laughs> and um, my, cool. my my character will later on be trying to reclaim the home world yeah it's also worth to point out that we're doing uh, a humanocentric sci-fi mm-hmm. campaign so mm-hmm. all of these characters are humans just in case anyone was was wondering there are aliens in the world but humanity has treated alien races uh, the way we treat everything that is different from us mm-hmm. where we either have like mostly wiped it out or we're terrified of it <laughs> oh no Classic humans. <laughs> Trying yeah. to missionary them. Yes, yeah. Oh, Convert sure. them into the faith, steal their natural resources. Yeah, it's great. No idea what Enslave that feels like. them, maybe, perhaps. Nah. A bit of language. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Okay, so um, I'm going to start with you. As a barbarian, um, you get the survival skill for free. Absolutely. Barbarians love to live. Yes. <laughs> this is your, like, scavenging and, like, camping out in the wilderness. So you can mark down a zero on the survival skill. You have it at rating zero. Yes. Um, like, all the skills in this game are verbs. So if I ask you to, like, stab or punch or lead or notice, that's all, like, indicators of a skill. Um, just to be sure, um, how many skills are we allowed to pick total? Uh, well, that's what we're getting to right now. You are either allowed to pick 
um, two skills of your choice from uh, from a list. All right. Also, as a warrior, uh, quick note: you get one of the combat skills for free. Oh, so good. you get either stab, shoot, or punch. Then I would like to pick stab twice because I read that. Hold you on, can. hold on, <laughs> hold on. You're getting ahead of yourself. You are getting ahead of yourself because, like I said, you have a choice. You either get to pick, pick, <coughs> pick skills from a list, or you get to roll for them. And if you roll, you also get to roll on the growth table. As a barbarian. Rolling on the growth table means that you can get plus two f- f- in any physical skills, for example. Oh, goodness. So you have th- you either pick two skills or you get three rolls that you can divide between the growth table that gives you higher stats or the learning table, which gives you skills. That makes this quite hard. Yeah. <laughs> quite and this this is true of all of yeah. you guys. It's, this is how it works for everyone. So while Emily is deciding, all of you can think about this as well. Do you think you want to roll or do you just want to pick some skills? I definitely would like to pick. Okay. So the skills you can choose from is any combat skill, connect, exert, lead, notice, punch, sneak, and survive. I know that punch is one of the combat skills. This list is also the one you roll off of. So, you know. And you get to pick two. You can pick a combat skill twice or... Yes, because if you pick a combat skill or any skill twice, it will be stronger than just having it once. Yes. Um, I would like to pick stab and lead. Okay, so you have a zero in lead and a one in stab and a zero in survive. That is correct. Cool. Let's talk about the clergy. As a clergy person, you get talk. Mm-hmm. That's your that's your base given skill. Yes. Um, do you want to roll or do you want to pick? I want to roll. Okay. Do you you have three rolls? You can roll on either the growth table or the learning table. Which table do you want to roll on? You can like two two on one and one on the other, or three on one, or yeah. I would do one on the growth and two on the learning. Okay, let's do one on the growth. Roll a six-sided die. Five. You get a leveling connect, the skill connect. And uh, are are you doing the learning table now? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a D8. Uh, this this is a D8. Here you are. <laughs> ah, now I see it. A five. That's a leveling notice. And then you get one more roll. Okay. Four. That's a level in lead. Ooh. We have two leaders. So you're you're perceptive, <laughs> you are good at leading people, and you're good at talking the talk. <laughs> also Very yeah, good for also you know people. You yeah. know a lot of people. That's what the connect skill does. Alex, have you you were the scholar. The scholar. Let's yes. scroll to the scholar. Um, so you can only pick out of the skills that are under the learning. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you get the no skill for free. And then I want connect. Yeah. Uh, I guess notice would be make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do that. Yeah. You're not rolling. You're picking. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And our dear pilot. Are you yeah, rolling I'm, or are I've you been, picking? I'm rolling. Okay. Do I need th- to choose all my rolls to begin with? Or can I no, roll? you can roll yeah. one and then make up your mind. Yeah. Uh, you get the pilot skill for free yes. as a pilot. 
and mark that down. Yep. Uh, so I'll start with the learning table. Okay. A two. That's an excerpt. Oh. Um, I think I'll roll another one on learning because growth have a lot of stats and I have a lot of that already. <laughs> That's uh, four. You so get a level of notice. Hey, bunch of perceptive people. Yeah. Quite. And then you have one more roll. Ooh, what should I do? Growth or learning. On the growth table, you could get any skill. Yeah. Or you could pick a combat skill if you want to know how to combat. I'll fuck it. Learning. 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 Number one, connect. You you all know a bunch of people. You're you're a pretty sociable bunch. That's cool. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's everyone's, like, background stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, as an expert, this, like, class bonus, we already gave the combat thing to Emil, but as an expert, you get one more level in any non-combat skills. Okay. And me, who's uh, a bit of both? You get, we'll, we'll get to you. We'll start with them. Sure. You also get a... You also get one of those as a partial expert. Yeah. Do I get in both warrior and... You get the partial warrior buff and the partial expert yeah, buff. Yeah, I do. So I get one combat focused related. Yeah. No? Yes. You get a combat skill related to your background. So look at your background, see which combat skills are on that table, and you get one of those. All right. Okay. As a pilot, you can get shoot. That's That's the one you can get. And then I could have any non-combat ones? It, that's connected it? to your background. Sorry. So it's another one of your background <sighs> skills. Okay. Dang it. Let me find that again. So it's administer, connect, fix, no, notice, perform, program, or talk. Sorry, I'm, I'm having the book here. I don't think I gain a warrior skill. You get the partial warrior buff. Yeah, you get a free level in a comic folks related to your background. Doesn't say anything about a skill. Yeah, that's in the foci. Free level in in a combat folk. Is that a foci? Yeah, it's a focus. Oh, it's on the fo- Sorry, yes. Yeah, but I get a skill. Is uh, this non-combat. Is the same thing true of the warrior and whatnot? Have we if, fucked up? We might have. Let's that's okay. Find out. Yeah, you only get a Combat related focus. Yeah. You don't get the skill. Okay. Mabi. Um, it's okay. We'll we'll talk about the foci in a bit. But um, I should still show uh, one non-combat skill as a partial expert. Okay, so mine's also a focus and not a skill. Yes. No, no the experts y- gained it. No, expert. no, no, it's a non-combat focus. The co- yeah. Yeah. Underclass abilities. It is. Hmm. It's it's just focus. It's not yeah. extra skills. It's also okay. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. I'm sorry. I interpreted the term uh, a free level in a non-combat, and yeah, then I just yeah, yeah. trailed off. Makes uh, sense. No worries. Yeah. So if I understood this correctly, a uh, stab should be at zero. Yes, but you get to pick an additional combat focus that will make you more combaty. We'll get to that. <laughs> That sounds good to me. Yes. Let's get all y'all some hit points. Yes, please. So, everyone who is not either a warrior or a partial warrior, 
you roll a six-sided dice, you add your constitution modifier, and that's as much hit points as you get. I got six hit points. Ha 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 ha. That is a 13 total. What? I you don't have plus seven on You're your... You're so right. You said modifier. Yes. That makes way more sense. <laughs> okay. You have a minus one. You get five hit points. Yeah. That makes way more sense. <laughs> okay. Yep. And the uh, warriors? The warriors, they also roll a dice, a six-sided dice, add their constitution modifier, and then add two. Cool. Okay. You grab that one. I'm rolling a four, and I have... Plus two, and I have con of plus one. Yeah, so, so you that's get a seven. seven. And I rolled a three, so I will have a five. Nice. Now, just so you all understand, like uh, a well-aimed pistol shot does one six-sided die plus one hit points in damage. <laughs> Y'all pretty squishy. However, as the warrior you have a special ability that allows you to either automatically dodge an attack that has hit you or automatically hit with an attack that you missed on. So that makes you a little more combat-y. Oh, do I get a one? No, you don't get that ability because you're a partial warrior. You get the extra hit points and the foci, but not the special ability. Only true warriors. The same is true, like, pure experts, you get a reroll. I think it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It it's on your character sheet. You can yeah. see. The reroll a failed skill check once per scene. Yeah. So that's pretty powerful, honestly. Yeah. Um and the psychic you get psychic powers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. Well, let's do these foci then. Now, all of you get one foci that you can pick from the get-go, and then uh I think everyone except the psychic gets an additional Yes. Yeah. Everyone and I get except, two. except the psychic gets an additional and the partial one. You get two extra. So you have three focus. The focus or focuses, I guess, are as followed. They're, I'm just going to list off the names. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are alert, armsman, assassin, authority, close combatant, connected, diehard, diplomat, gunslinger, hacker, healer, henchkeeper, uh, which is one of my favorite ones. Um, okay. Ironhide, Psychic Training, Savage Fray, Shocking Assault, uh, Sniper, Specialist, Star Captain, Starfarer, Tinker, Unarmed Combatant, Unique Gift, Wanderer, or Wild Psychic Talent. <laughs> Do any of you know which focus you're taking? I mean, specialist makes sense. You're taking a specialist? What does specialist give you? Uh, words. Um, you are remarkably talented at a particular skill. For example, xenobotany. <laughs> you may take this focus more than once for different skills. And then at level one, gain a non-combat, non-psychic skill as a bonus. Um, and there's more at level Yeah, two. and then... And then whenever you roll that skill, Mm -hmm. instead of rolling two dice and taking that result, you roll three dice and you drop the lowest. Nice. And that's the result you get on that skill. Nice. You're knowledgeable. Yeah. And since you get an extra foci, you can take specialist at level two Mm -hmm. from the beginning if you want to. I'll see. 
Yeah. So do you take this on the no skill then? Because, you know, that would botany make would sense. be on the no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're in the no. <laughs> so that bumps that up to one or what? Yeah. Okay. Bumps it up to one. And then whenever you put a little star by it or something so that whenever you roll that, mm -hmm. you remember. Cool. Um, do, do you have another one? Not yet. Okay, cool. Anyone else got theirs? I have two at least because I'm going for uh, like the suave pilot who shoots and asks questions <laughs> later, but he doesn't because he's living. Um, I'm going for the gunslinger. Yeah, what does the gunslinger do for um, you? So I gain shoot as a bonus skill, and That's I nice. can draw my gun really quickly. So I'm like this cowboy dude. Oh yeah yeah. 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 And you get to add your shoot skill level on any damage. Yeah, so I'm, I'm shooting harder as well. And the other one I'm going for is Starfarer. Ooh. And I'm an expert in plotting and execution interstellar spike drills. Mm -hmm. And that's the way you move around. So I gain another level of pilot. And then I'm also really good at doing spike drills. So the long, long, yeah, the interstellar travel. Yeah, and any, <sighs> any spike drill that is difficulty 10 or less. So like, as long as you're not actively trying to pilot out of a black hole, you're going to be fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm nice. super good. That's and yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with my last. So That's I'm okay. Think about That's it. okay. Any of anyone else of you have? I, I want to pick Die Hard. Okay. As I was sent out on my missionary travels, I had to encounter a lot of different environments and I learned <laughs> to stay alive. That's good. So Die Hard gives you two more hit points. And I automatically stabilize myself when I'm mortally wounded. Ah, so you don't... If, if someone stabs you and you go down to zero, you don't start bleeding out. You're just knocked out. Yeah. That's useful. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I like staying alive. Right? I heard it to be good. Sounds nice. I want to do actually unarmed combatant. Okay. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Some crop my god. For that. Ooh. Yeah. So you get punch. Mm -hmm. um, your punches do more damage. Your punches hurt as much as a gun. Wow. Oh, <laughs> that is very impressive. Right? I yeah. like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Anyone else got? There, I think it's uh, Emil and Eric that still have. I'm very interested in the armsmen. Yeah. Um, and was it possible to pick it twice? Yes. Because that looks very interesting. <laughs> You're, you get stab. Uh, you can draw your weapon as an instant action. You may add your stab skill to damage. And your primitive weapon and thrown weapon count as tech level four, a.k.a. like weapons that were made after we left Earth. That's what tech level four means. Okay. Uh, for the purpose of overcoming advanced armors. So if, some, like, if a full-on space marine mm -hmm. comes walking towards you and you have a spear, you can penetrate that armor. Nice. Yeah. 
It uh, sounds very barbaric. Yeah, and even <laughs> if you miss, you still do 1d4 damage, even yeah. if you miss. Yeah, that's amazing. You yeah. are a murder machine. <laughs> I'm very efficient at what I do. You're like, you're like an Ewok, but actually dangerous. <laughs> Indeed. Cool. And I think I've chosen my third. I'm going again with a smuggler, so I'm going connected. Nice. Uh, so I gain connect as a bonus skill, which I already have. And then if I spend a week in a not entirely hostile location, you built a web of contacts willing to do your favors for you. I love no, it. That are no more than mildly illegal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, but still. Uh, yeah, so I can, call, I can call a favor per game day. Yeah. Sweet. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Did we get to pick three focus? No, I no, I, I did. The because expert of, oh, warrior. No. Oh, because okay. I'm not as lucky. Oh, that that explains yeah. a lot. Yes, yes. He does not get the like special combat ability nor right. the reroll thing, so he gets these instead. Yeah. Let's talk about equipment. Um, for the interest of time and for the interest of balance, you will all get to pick one of the equipment packages. Sure. And that will be what you start with. So the equipment packages are labeled as follows. Um, barbarian, blade, thief, hacker, gunslinger, soldier, scout, medic, civilian, and technician. I believe I have a slight hint of what I would like to do. Would it be the barbarian, perchance? You have very good perception. Ooh. You must learn to sing to become a barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> that would also go quite well. Cool. Um, so you can jot down that you have the barbarian package. Um, in the barbarian pack, there is a spear. Oh gee, who would have thought? <laughs> there is, you have primitive hide armor, so your armor class is 13, plus any potential dexterity modifier. So 14, probably. Alright, I see. Yes. So that would be... 14. You're, you have a plus one in dexterity? No, no you no, have a plus I, one in strength. Yeah. And then it's just 13. Yeah. Um, and then you get a shield. As long as you hold the shield, you get a plus one in your armor class. Oh, that sounds very good. Yes. You also get a knife, a backpack, seven days worth of food, 20 meters worth of a rope, and 500 bucks. That's quite a lot of money. It is. Uh, anyone else has a equipment pack they've decided on? I think technician on? might fit best. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'll actually join in on that one. You're also taking technician? Yeah. So the technician pack has a laser pistol, which does as much damage as your fist. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it has an armored undersuit. It has a monoblade knife. It has a post-tech toolkit. It has six units of spare parts, which you do not need to quantify right now what they are. You, okay. If you pull them out in game and say, it's cool, I have an engine patch, then you have an engine patch. Yes. Um, you have four type A cells, which are ammo for your laser uh, pistol. Mm -hmm. You have a backpack, you have a data slab, you have a meta tool, and you have 200 bucks. Do you know which pack you're taking, Laura? I'm, I'm unsure if I should take the medic pack or just the civilian one. Yeah, the civilian does allow you to start with a lot of money. Yeah, I think I go with that one. Okay, the civilian gives you secure clothing, a compad, and 700 bucks. That is a lot of money. Yes. 
with that down, the tech technically character creation is done for three out of the four of you. But there is still one step that we're going to be doing that I've added to the character creator. Otherwise, we're going to talk about psionics. Yes. You get to pick two psychic disciplines. Yes, I'm picking biopsionics, that's healing and metamorphosis. Okay. And telepathy, so I can read people's mind and emotions. Okay. <laughs> that could be very useful and also dangerous. Mm -hmm. Terrifying. <laughs> Eric has pointed out to me that everyone gets one more skill of their choice, any skill. Actually, but we have to like say to the GM yeah. why we're having it. Yeah, you have to give a give an explanation why you have this skill. But yeah. yeah. But we'll do the psychic talk while you guys you can look at that. Okay, so biopsionics, what does that give you? You said it was about healing? Yes, I can when I touch someone wounded, stabilize a mortal wounded. Yeah. Player. You are playing a cleric. Like it is just <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right, cool. Cool, cool. So you can heal and you mm -hmm. can read minds, which I guess is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, it's not complex thoughts, mere an emotion or a single picture of what is on the mind right now, at least at the state I'm now. Meanwhile, does anyone have, has anyone decided uh, what extra skill they're picking? Uh, trade. Okay, why? Um, growing up, having to barter for... Uh, Families, provisions, and stuff. Ah, okay. Okay, let's let's talk a little more about that. Sure. Why did you have to barter? Why couldn't you just go to the store like everyone else? There wasn't really like a store like we have here where it's just one price. It's like a marketplace, and then you have to like barter. Um, you could pay the list price if you're rich as fuck, but like if you're a sucker. Uh, it sounds like. <laughs> yes, basically. I mean, uh, the two kind of went together a lot. Uh, <laughs> um, Biting social commentary. What? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so, and then, of course, like, there were four of us, so I had to make sure that the money that we had, like, stretched pretty far. Cool. So, four of you meaning... Me and my siblings. No mom and dad in the picture. Uh, no, not for a while. Okay. Like, okay. it's been a while since. Yeah. They were okay. In the I was like, sorry. I was like, yes. Did parents come in at a later point? No, or no, no, we... <laughs> no. They are dead. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna go a bit of off my character, and I'm gonna be good at performing. Oh, mm. yeah. I think Can I'm. You a... Tell me more about that. Yeah, I think while the other ones of my crew was out actually doing the deal, the trading. I was just making connections. I was a lot of bars. I sang. I performed. I and I think I it was something I did back home as well. Okay. I think it was it was even a big part of the religion, the yeah. singing. I think and oh. I, I worked on that hmm. when I was out. Okay. So a little bit of choir boy. Yes. Uh, vibe there. Yeah. But a very yeah. buff choir boy. <laughs> <laughs> the buffest one yes. might say. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um. Anyone else pick your skills? 
my character likes sneaking because uh, my character definitely needed to hunt on the home planet to yep. gather food and uh, therefore had very good use for the spear and, ah. uh, and try to survive and just get money from the pelts. Were, were you alone on your home planet or like, oh, well, if you were getting money from pelts, you must have yeah, traded with someone. Maybe not the best trader, but at least the money comes by to buy food and such. Okay. A little bit of an outland, outlander kind of yeah, individual. Yeah, but not, not, not really the individual to live in a large group of people, so to say. Rather, like, smaller settlements. Cool. I think I want to pick Punch. Because oh, yes. when I was a child, before <laughs> I got so into hyped, my... <laughs> so hyped for the punching. I am. <laughs> yeah, before I got into the academy and learned how to talk my way through things, I was a rowdy child and <laughs> got into some street fights. Nice. Okay, so you're a scrappy crew of street children that have grown up to become different things here. And it's always good if talk doesn't work anymore to have some handsy yeah. ways of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Other ways Persuade of persuasion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, we are almost done with character creation, but we still have a bit to go. So we are going to take a little break. And when we come back, uh, we will c wrap up our character creation and talk a bit about the adventure at large. So stay tuned, guys. Bye for now. Bye bye. 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 Deb. Hello and welcome back to the Dicey Performance Starts Without Numbers Character Maker episode. Yay! Woo! I am still the Game Master, Jakob Saustin, and with me I have my group of space cadets, starting with... Laura Mutlich, Alex Raider, Erik Flint, Emil Castillo. Hi guys! Are you ready to continue making your space people? I'm so hyped. I'm so hacking lootly. Nice. All right. So um, the next step we're going to do is a little bit outside the rule book, but I think you guys are going to enjoy it. And I think it's going to be nice for our listeners as well to get a little bit of an idea. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions and feel free to um, extrapolate on the answer and be more descriptive, like however descriptive you choose to be. Uh, so what we're going to talk about is what your characters are called and what they look like. So have all of you figured out a name for your characters? Yes. yes. Awesome. Can we just do a round? My character's name is Lynn Sullivan. All right. Awesome. My character's name is Polina. Uh, also goes by Lina for short. So Lind and Paulina or Lina. Yep. And then we have Sax Lightbringer. Nice. The suave <laughs> smuggler. Okay. And what do you do when you're not part of a Saturday morning cartoon? Uh, I think he's always a part of a Saturday day. Like, nice. Yeah, nice. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. And then finally? Uh, last but not least, we have Gronko. J just Gronko? Gron Gronko does not do names. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, I guess. Tell us again the story of how you speared a space marine to death. 
Um, so yeah. Any, uh, anyways, <laughs> it all happened yesterday. Here's the deal, right? Yep. Space adventures come in all shapes and sizes. Look has no in-game effect. It will not alter your character's abilities in any ways. If you don't understand what a specific description of either of these categories, uh, categories I'm going to list means, don't worry. Only you as a player are entitled to interpret whatever it is you describe. So I'm going to ask what your character's eyes look like, what your face look like, what your bodies look like, what you wear, and what your skin looks like. So let's start with eyes. Your options are... Searching, artificial, human, inhuman, determined, jaded, tired, burning, accepting, angry, or calm. Or any other descriptor as such, if, okay, you, have, okay. if you have something in mind. I'm going to go through all of them, and then we'll start talking about, like, describing. Mm -hmm. For face, you can choose between smooth, scarred, burned, childlike, alluring, haunted, nondescript, resigned, memorable, square, hidden, or friendly. For body, you can be muscular, overweight, underweight, damaged, formally, compact, wiry, crooked, artificial, misfitting, ideal, short, or tall. You can wear either formal, casual, ragged, advanced, nondescript, neon, spiky, leather, dark, old, new, cozy, layered, or military. And your skin can be either artificial, tattooed, marked, burned, painted, smooth, or untouched. So anyone has some IDs popping into mind? Painted sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it would really fit the barbarian style. Absolutely. So you think Gronko has a painted skin? Definitely. What, what does that mean? I would say it would be some kind of a mix of like green and purple stripes that go in like tribal tattoo-like. Yeah. Are they tattoos? Like are they um, permanent or...? I would say that it's permanent in a way that it's engraved in the skin. Nice. So like more like scarification or? It's scars that Gronko has filled out with colors to make them cool. Ah. That's pretty dope. Fill the lines. <laughs> Absolutely. Gronko paints within the lines. <laughs> He's a good boy. And uh, I would uh, assume that Gronko is uh, very, how do I say, square. <laughs> yeah, um, like in general? In general, like not only with the face, but also the body. It's uh, very... It, it, it is Gronko is Stronko. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What about your eyes? Uh, the eyes are mostly functional. <laughs> That's a good baseline to work from, yes. I would say that they would be hazel. Yeah. And uh, also both eyes are working, uh, but nice. uh, one scar over one eye, and that is, of course, filled in with color. Ah, awesome. Nice. I like it. Nice. Uh, what does Gronko wear? Uh, Gronko only wears the most comfy clothes. Mm. So, I mean, of course, leather armor. Oh, <laughs> of course. This is less about, like, what it is and more what it, like, looks like. Like, yeah. what it... You could pretty much just... Um, uh, what if a hoodie was made out of leather but also comfortable? 
<laughs> oh, look, it's the it, it's the cozy murder coat. <laughs> Absolutely. It's the colder, harder version of very comfortable clothing. It's yeah. very good for sneaking because it doesn't make a lot of sound. Yes, it's true. All my armor is made out of hide. For all of you people who have ever sat on a leather sofa, they are very quiet. <laughs> so quiet. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, moving on from Gronko, anyone else have some, like, descriptors? Uh, sure. Um, brown eyes. Yeah. Uh, they, I would say they're pretty inquisitive, maybe. Nice. Um, then they're pretty tall and skinny. Um, so, like... Tall enough that people react on their height, or um, at least back home they're taller than average for sure. Yeah, can't really hide in a crowd. No, okay, but like not like, OMG, not like, like that person is two and a half meters long. Right, <laughs> no, exactly. No. That's no. Cool, 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 cool. And then I would say they generally wear cargo pants, but. Space cargo pants. Nice. Cargo ship pants. Yes. I mean, you gotta have, like, room for all the instruments and stuff. Absolutely. Dude, I'm not questioning that right? in the slightest. Cargo, cargo pants are comfy and practical. Yes, and they are. And great. They're fantastic. Uh, and then up top, it's usually some sort of layers of jacket and maybe a tank top or something like that. So nice. So there's multiple layers, so depending on the climate and how hard they're working, they can strip or put on more clothes. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. Was there anything else? Um, face. Face. Uh, I would say longer rather than squarer. Yeah. Um, and then also still pretty skinny. Yeah. yeah. And you're... Skin is also one of the ones that we have not. Oh, yes. Um, smooth, I guess. Not really a lot of scars. Yeah. Um, there might be like small ones, but nothing that someone would notice. All right. Uh, who's the next person to, to go? Uh, so I think my eyes are quite, with the words you use, I think piercing or fixed. They usually fix, like, you, you really, they look deep into you. Yeah. You know when, what was your name again? Zax. You know when Zax is looking at you. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe some blue or almost like gray eyes, so very distinctive. Yeah. I think he has a, a, a side cut. Is that what it's called? When you yeah. have like, yeah, a yeah, side yeah. cut uh, and like comb over. Uh, a bit unkept generally. Yeah. Like, but still stylish. Uh, his face is quite stern, I would believe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, quite like elongated, like very hard angles. But still, like, not hard angles, I seem square, but more like, yeah. Right, I forgot to ask for all of you who have presented facial hair, no facial hair. Where we're looking there? I think I have a stub. Stubble. <laughs> What's, what is it called? Yeah, stubble. Yeah. yeah. Alex? Uh, no facial hair, no. Okay. Uh, Gronko? I would love to say, like, a fine mustache as, a, like, a villain. <laughs> like a pencil mustache. <laughs> yes, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I would have to go with a strong beard. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool. Sorry. Uh, carry on. Yeah, my skin is, again, a bit unkept, a bit... It's still not, like, scar, but a bit... Yeah, he's been for rough shit. He's pulled a lot, lot of all-nighters. Yeah. But still, like... Washes it off. Uh, and then clothes-wise, I think he has really tight clothes. Yeah. He likes to show off his massive body because he's muscular as fuck. <laughs> uh, so would you describe your body as massive? 
yes. <laughs> uh, it's like if you would put like a two, like when I sit in the pilot seat, it's like having a two meter guy sitting in so, a, in a minute. So like Sax can like plow through a crowd. Definitely. Like no and he, yeah, you see him. Yeah. For better or worse. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and I think he wears like vests and maybe like shirts. Yeah. Or the space equivalent. Are are you, do you think that you're taller than our tall person? Or are you massive, more like growing in width rather than I think I'm very swole. So I'm, I'm, I'm high, might be as high as our tall, tall person in the group. But so we have tall, broad, and tall, slender, yeah. essentially, and then we have square boy over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a house. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I think that's. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about our cleric? She's on the smaller side of the height scale we have here. Um, small enough that she would be described as small, or like average. Yeah, she would be described as small. Um, she's wearing formal clothes from her old life as a clergy, but they are worn down. You can yeah. see that they are used and old. Um, she's overall very, very well put together, no scaring or something like that. But she has a back tattoo, which she doesn't show, but it's like an ornamental second skin she has. Nice. And... Um, She's she has a friendly face, and you wouldn't suspect anything if she's walking by you in the street. But if you look to your eyes, there her eyes you see she has two different colors. One eye is hazel, and one is green, and they are kind of searching for something which you don't seem to know what for. Cool, 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 cool. I like the idea with tattoos. Can I can I yeah. use that one? Yeah. You want you want to have like, I mean, I, I, my, I, my problem here is that I imagine uh, Sax to be like a little bit of a dweeb. Yes. Uh, to like have like a tribal tattoo. Or yeah, something. yeah. I was just going for the space equivalent of tribal tattoo, and I I would like them to glow on the UV light. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. So that makes them so spacey. <laughs> and you, I think his his entire left arm and almost a bit up his neck is covered with these tribal tattoos yeah it's a massive far out dude yeah does your arm also glow in the dark <laughs> of course how do you sleep <laughs> no it I, I don't under have a UV yeah, light. Under UV there's light. not, there's not oh. a lamp in the no. arm i thought it was like uh, uh, sax was kind of scared of the dark so <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Mommy, mommy, put on the nightlight. No need, you're going to surgery tomorrow. <laughs> no, just UV light. Yeah. But it would have been amazing with like that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I, so, yeah. Sorry, I also want to jump on the tattoo thing because I actually yeah. thought of this yeah. before but forgot when we yeah. were talking about it. Um, right. They do have a tattoo on their arm. Uh, what it looks like will be revealed later. Ooh. Uh, Spicy. But it wasn't a tattoo they went out to get themselves. I think I know where you're going with this, mm. and, I, and I like it. Um, I like it a lot. Yeah, and then they also have, like, really long hair down to, like, mid-back maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. That should um, be it. Yeah, I think that gives a reasonable idea of what you people look like. Now let's let's talk about you people. So as a prerequisite for the game, the four of you need to work together and you need to be like i said in the beginning happy to work together or at least like not unhappy to work together so 
how do you know each other? Like, is there any of you that you think like the two of you got to know each other first or like, let's, let's start there. Or are you all like part of the same organization? Like, how are we feeling? I mean, I would, I, uh, often hire random or various um, pilots, so I might have hired. Um, yeah, I was going with that as well. Yeah, I, I think your organization one. or you hired yeah, me like through the university, and I think I'm piloting like your university spaceship. I don't oh think I God. own are it myself. On, are we on an official like uni uh, spaceship? Yeah, but I, they, cool. They <laughs> they, they outsourced the the piloting to to someone not they, they didn't care about. Yeah, they, they're not going to take some high school like Yeah, we've also had a previous conversation, Alex and me, about yeah. the university not exactly knowing what the grant money is going for. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it says in the contract that it's supposed to be like all above board, legal, blah 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 blah. But then they don't give you enough money to do that. So like, it's really there. There's, there's also like no controller on this. Oh, like no. you're very Gosh. unregulated in, no. in your travels. And Listen. for that, I am connected. <laughs> I can do slightly legal stuff and they yes. will just follow me. Mildly illegal. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Such as murder. Okay. No, that's not mildly legal. So depends on the plan. Is is everyone else cool with us being on board of a like university spaceship is that is that where our adventure starts taking place or have you hopped ship at some point i believe uh gronko has hopped many ships such as cargo ships which uh, gronko was the cargo um <laughs> okay gronko has been sold off as mercenary many times i like that we're getting some like darker undertones here but <laughs> It also feels like Gronko hasn't really reflected on on this. Uh, Gronko does this willingly because the pay is incredibly good. Oh, okay. So it's not it's not like forced labor. No, 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 no. Maybe I, maybe I've hired you, or we're like partners. Uh, I really like to hang out in your cargo station on the ship. Okay, you you're my cargo. <laughs> You're my cargo buddy. You're oh my, my God, you're my, you are Chewbacca to this. <laughs> oh I have a hammer. Like, have we just created a hammer? <laughs> like really plastic oh my God. Han Solo, like wannabe guy. Yeah, the, he's the Han Solo wannabe, really. <laughs> okay, so space researcher. Yes. You've hired a pilot. Yes. The pilot came with a tag along. Wow, shocker. <laughs> he, he's very good. Like, he, he's potty trained. <laughs> yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. He has an intelligence that is average. <laughs> Actually, above average. <laughs> Indeed. He just doesn't show it. No. <laughs> Only when so, necessary. So, how come a researcher on xenobiology... Botany. Botany. Uh, a pilot and a brute also happened to travel with a priest. I Can think, you talk about that? Yeah. I think I know Zex, the pilot, from travels when I went on missions. So we had some work relationship. We so so Zex, he's like a pilot for hire. Like he's driven a Definitely. bunch of different ships. I started my career as this like small smuggling gang, but something might have happened. I don't know. Cool. Yeah, and there happened an incident with my academy where I had to leave the organization I was in. And I kind of persuaded him to take me in because I was just lost and didn't know what to do now. Okay. Yeah. Um, how did you... Uh, <laughs> what did you feel about this? Yeah. Um... Were you asked? 
in advance or is there I, I, just I, don't... I mean it was one of those where it's like hey uh we need money to continue flying yeah. we're gonna pick someone up nice now. i i really like this setup of like oh my god you're out of grant money listen <laughs> they don't know shit about what shit costs so you're trying to get some this is the perfect setup for the kind of adventure I had in mind. Like, you guys are in in some need of, of grant money right now. And also, Lin is the only one from the certain religion that Gronko can trust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, this university ship, then. How, how big is this ship? I mean... Yeah, that's <laughs> great question. It's um I mean, it's actually bigger than I expected. Yeah. Which uh yeah, moving up in the world. Yeah. Like yeah. get it. <laughs> you know it. Um but I mean I mean it's not like a luxury ship or anything. No. It's it's, it's a workstation that it, happens to have, you know, just enough bunks. <laughs> it sounds like to me that what you're describing is the ship type known as a free merchant. Okay. Which is a ship that has a crew capacity of up to six people uh, and prides itself on like big storage space, but still like enough space to put like protection on it so that any like scrappier pirate gangs can't really get you. Working for the university. Yeah. Do you like get monthly grant money or was it was it like a How big pile of money up front? Your um, your journey out into the stars. Oh gosh, um, I mean, it's going on ten years. It must be. By oh now. damn! Yeah. Damn. Um, <laughs> I mean, define big. <laughs> uh, no, so it's it's more of a um, for each planet they send me to, or each specific expedition. There's a certain amount of money that they allocate. Yeah, um, and that's what I have um, for hiring a pilot, renting a ship, or in this case, obviously, I have a ship, which is just fancy as fuck. It is. Um, uh, and then they have like a bit of a stipend where like technically you can live off of it. Um, but you're four people now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's their problem. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let's talk about everybody else's situation sure. then. That's that's you sort of like mm -hmm. squared out. Um, pilot boy, pilot boy, uh, Zex. Yeah. Sacks. How, um, what's your, like, e economical situation looking like right now? Well, it's a bit like every day counts. Nice. <laughs> As, like, I'm living on the edge, just trying to scramble for work so I can keep up with, with just yeah. living. Yeah. Since this smuggling gang that I was with just, it failed. Okay. For some undescript, for now, undescript reason. We might explore that yeah. at a later point. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. But it didn't work out. I'm trying to find a job. I've, I've got a nice Chewbacca with me. Nice. Uh, who's very cheap. Yes. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So um, what about our priest? Well, I'm pretty comfortable. 
Yeah, you were. I have some saving from my work as in my organization. Yeah. And as I'm capable of healing, I can always find a day job. And but so, how long ago was it you joined up with this crew? I would say a couple of months. Okay, so you you have been you've gotten you all know each other then mm-hmm. like pretty well at this point. Like you've been stuck in space together before. And you've probably gone to tag along on one of the less researchy things. The fund makers, one might say, that this crew gets up to. Just thinking that scene in Firefly where it's like, what are we doing? Oh, crime. Right. Crime. <laughs> mm. That is exactly what I'm going for here. <laughs> right. that is, like, the, you guys have really set up to be this like super <laughs> scrappy space crew that I am totally going to make commit crime throughout oh, yeah. this season. I have no problem with crime. All right, cool. Yeah. Got to get paid somehow, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Gronko, Gronko got to eat. Yeah, but most of all, Gronko got to save money to buy a planet for his parents. Oh. Oh, that's very noble. How much money is a planet, do you think? <laughs> um, it is an insane amount. So Gronko has been saving an entire life, and it's about 2% there? No, oh, I don't think you're no. 2% there. 2% of a house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have a question for the group. Yes. When, because, like, this is a, like, out-of-game question about the ship. So there are a few modifications you can put on a free merchant. And when the like original grant was given, you got two modifications put on it. Did you get advanced firepower, a better engine, better shields, fuel scoops so that you don't have to pay as much for refueling, um, lifeboats, <laughs> or... Did you get a smuggler's hold? You can pick two of these, and I want you as a group to like. Well, I, I vote fuel scoops. I vote smuggler's hold. I mean, smugglers, I would really love a smuggler's hold, but I'm not sure <laughs> it's the university thing. That's the thing. Well, I mean, they don't know how we're spending the money. Yeah, we can no. just modify. Yeah, I, I don't know how what Europe. I think. Yeah. They don't know. Shit. I'm up for the smuggler as well. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so we have so fuel scoops and we have smugglers. Yeah, so you have the baseline engine, weapons, and shields. Nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? That means that we're done. Hey. Yeah. That means that we now have four scrappy space cowboys <laughs> ready to um, con their way through the universe, I guess. Do you know it? Rootin' um, tootin' space shooting. Yeah. One thing, though, a question you might ask is like, well, if there's no, not a lot of combat options, like how do you advance in this game? Because there's levels. Every character gets to level up. And you level up by achieving group goals and personal goals. Hmm. So before the next session, I'm going to give you all your starting group goal. That is going to be like something that you all have like interest in doing. And based on that, group goal you might like alter your personal goals or whatnot um but at the end of every session we're going to check if you've achieved or worked towards any of your goals and that's going to grant you experience points and if you've achieved them you'll write a new one Mm -hmm. so you will always have a group goal and two personal goals to to work on so before we get into recording 
episode one, mm -hmm. I want you all to have figured out some personal goals all right. for your characters. And that does it. Yeah. Yeah. That is everything. So thank you so much for listening to our character creator, whether it is the first thing you hear of our space campaign, or maybe you've already heard all the adventures and wanted to look on back. <laughs> We're pleased either way. And we in this booth are very excited to see yes. how this is going to go. Hell yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I have been the Game Master, Jakob Saustin. And with me, I have the priest. Lynn Sullivan. The researcher. Polina. The pilot. Sax Lightbringer. And the muscle. Gronko. <laughs> nice. Thank you all so much for listening. Bye. 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 Dicey Performance is a part of the Umeå Theatre Company and the Folkuniversitet, recorded at the Umeå Student Radio. It is edited by Emil Castillo, produced by Joanna Velasa, art is by Vincent Ekvall, and music Erik Fultruman. Follow us on Twitter at Dicey Perform and on YouTube at Umeå Theatre Company. <laughs>